Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. The most up-to-date news in the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Alright, you got to text Jim and reschedule? Yeah. Alright, yeah, that, that goes well. Uncomfortable number of emojis come back from Jim as responses, but the, the message goes through. There, there's like woods around here, yeah, like hiking spots. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him, like, we'll just, we'll just go hiking when he gets. Okay. <laughs> My man didn't look like he was a hiker, but I mean, he's a little confused by that. He's kind of more interested in coffee, but ooh, a night hike. I'm just saying that, like, getting him out into the wilderness, like, pretty primo for us. He's like, he's more interested in coffee first, but if things go like, he, he's going to get a little bit of coffee. He's like, yeah, we'll we'll meet for coffee and then we'll go somewhere, I guess. Yeah, sure. Just text the thumbs up. Yep. Again, few too many emojis come back for that response. I just pull out my flask and I just hand it to uh, Florence. Yeah, she's she's also texting him on a new bro- uh, burner phone she bought while at the shopping mall. All um, right. She also takes a very long swig from this flask. Sure. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I've dated one person my whole life. Well, you're not really dating him. You're just setting him up for... A possible rough interrogation, slight kidnapping, and then see where this goes. Okay. What you're doing is espionage, not dating. You know how to do espionage, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. So if we do, we should probably go set up like clean site somewhere we can dump them if we do have to bag them. All right. Sounds good. Um. So while well, I'm driving, so I can't look anything up at the moment. So I'm gonna kind of gesture to fire starter to. Look for stuff or look for a location. Yeah, I'm going to check out some uh, kind of easy hiking spots or someplace that has a nice little t- tail bend. I will also try to see if I can find a large multiple gallon barrel, like a plastic barrel. All right. Just in case if we have to hide a body or dissolve a body or do whatever with a body. And we've gone dark real fucking fast. It's going to say the escalation for this is like. You're just going to obviously murder him tonight, right? <laughs> obviously murdering. And that's, like I said, this is not my plan A. We're going to ask him some questions tonight. His answers are what decide his fate. What we are going to murder, though, is a small business. Yes. A small business with a secret. <laughs> All right. So should we flash forward to the date? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. So we pick up at the Starbucks. Um, you try and get there before Jim, or do you get there after the time so you can kind of walk in and greet him or something like that. I mean, it's probably best that Fox draw it and 
Firestarter get in there first, and then Florence will show up after he arrives. Sure. Works for me. I'm absolutely doing the whole news king over my newspaper thing. Real question is where'd you find a newspaper in this day and age? But yeah, maybe <laughs> a book or something instead. It's a Starbucks. They have newspapers. Do they? Yeah. Starbucks does. They do have newspapers. That's true. Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's been a long time since I've been in one. So you grab one of the newspapers, local Savannah newspaper, kind of. Do you try and engineer the space? You have like an obvious, like, we're going to guide people to this table type of situation and kind of make sure people don't sit down there. You're just going for general kind of surveillance setup. Probably best that we're controlling the situation. Yeah, I think uh, I'd also say probably Foxtrot has enough experience with this. He can probably kind of engineer the situation relatively effectively okay so we're we're at a we're at starbucks okay yep let's see damn it i wish you weren't at a starbucks or maybe at a small shop because they'd have less cameras too i mean we can always like suggest a different shop hmm. is there any place nearby that is like a coffee shop that would be open that or I mean, well, what time is the date technically going to be? Because it's when he gets off work. So I'm going to yeah, assume it's, it's later in the afternoon. Yeah. Around 5 o'clock. Okay. Is there an area nearby that would perhaps be a little bit more local and not so busy? Because Starbucks would have a lot of foot traffic. If you do a little bit of research around, like there is kind of across the major highway, there's a small park here with a lake inside that cross from the shop. A little kind of like pond area. It's a fountain in it and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, we could just say... Let's just get coffee and meet up at this park, yeah? That works, yeah. Okay, yeah. It'd be better not to be in an area that has yeah. so much foot traffic, A, and B, kind of popular as a Starbucks. So so then uh, at this point, the, the place you mentioned, the little park with a fountain across the street from the shop, you said. Yeah. Uh, is it covered with a lot with a tree, like a lot of trees? Is it like pretty, like yeah, shady? Pretty open. It's a park, like pretty it's open. a small kind of suburban park. There's fountain and kind of side of a small little pond type of thing there's some ducks in it you could take five minutes and walk around the pond super easily it's just a little detour i guess i think we should have talked about savannah has a bunch of fountains and stuff like that all over the place okay before because we have hours can i make just find a stone and like make the elder sign before this meeting near a lake sure cool so let's see i would like to also divide my bag of herbs and distribute it amongst the amongst my uh, team. Just kind of do a quick wrap with sure. some twine, with some twine I have. Yeah, I can definitely do that. I will say, uh, Florence, it does cost you two willpower to do the rock thing. I'm assuming you're kind of imbuing it with some power, right? Yeah, like in the back of the, the car with like a knife carving into it. Yep, makes sense. Let's see what else. So I know the park you said is pretty much open. Yeah. Is it- does it feed off into any foresty area at the end, or is it just like a... It's just a beautification thing. So put like, oh, this is kind of ugly strip. Let's put this across from it, and it makes the area look nice. Like, maybe at one point it's just a vacant lot, and they built this to make it nicer, or there's some historical thing to it that no one has a plaque for. Like, it's just a... This is a thing that happens in more kind of rural cities. They just have parks. Okay. But the setting is a little more, like, I guess, city, urban-ish. Yeah, it's, it's Savannah's. It's one of the more rural places you've been so far in these operations. Not New York, but like it's definitely more rural than Vermont was. Probably not quite Chicago, probably on par with the suburb you were in, maybe a little bit less actually, but yeah. That's true. Okay. All right. Uh, how many benches are nearby? I guess where we're planning on setting up Florence and her date. Yeah, it's like a bench every 20 feet around the pond, if you will. So there's like 
10, 15 benches total tops. Not a ton, but like it's benches. Okay. I am going to grab, uh, well, I'm going to grab a little like microphone bug and put it on the bench where Florence will be just mm-hmm. so I can listen into the conversation. Sure. So I will set that up. I'm also going to set up relatively far away just because I was in the shop earlier with Florence. So I'm sure they'll recognize me, but Firestarter wouldn't be as recognizable because he was in the back. So I'll suggest he could be closer um, as far as the layout goes, but I'll, I'll kind of provide support from further away. So I guess in this park, since we just to state the obvious, any cameras in the park? No, just the park. Okay. Cool. And since it's about to be around five o'clock, still sunlight, or are we starting to get sunset action? And this is late October, so but you're far enough south, it's still pretty sunny at this point. Probably sundowns closer to six, seven o'clock. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I guess I kind of just have gone over my layout. I've got close enough sight that I can see them. I think I'm pretty much set to kind of just observe at this point. All right. A special prop on your end, fire starter, or just kind of finding a bench to loiter on? Yeah, I think I'm just gonna. Find a bench to loiter on. All right. So do you meet Jim at Copies and More? Do you meet him at the coffee shop? Where do you meet him, Lawrence? I'm going to meet him at the park. All right. You ask him to bring you coffee or you bring your own coffee? We'll bring our own. All right. Yeah, so he kind of shows up 5, 5.15-ish, if you will. I've had to go through Starbucks and stuff. Kind of shows up like he's kind of awkwardly holding a cup. He's looking at you. Sorry I'm late. I, there was a line at Starbucks. You, you know how those places are never actually been to this park before I, I work across the street from it but i never actually noticed it was even here oh yeah i i'm kind of new to town so i don't know a whole lot oh really well welcome to savannah then it's a beautiful city uh you see any of the famous oak trees yet um yeah i mean i've seen a couple i mean I, i'm gonna be honest i'm uh i'm out here sort of on a, a bit of a professional gig i guess uh, what do you do for a living oh um i study like and their behaviors. Oh, cool. Uh, are you here because Savannah's the most haunted city in the U.S.? Yeah, I mean, that's part of it, but I'm also uh, going to be doing a deep study and kind of shrugs at this. I-, I don't know much about cults. They're just kind of weird religious types. My-, my-, my mom raised me as a... My mom raised me good Christian values, so no interest in that stuff. Uh, people are weird here, though, especially outside the city. Can I see if he's, like, putting off any signals? Like, you know, he- Lying because I mean, we know we found that the newspaper clippings with about the Colts, uh, in his room, yeah. I, I would say that maybe he's either grown out of that or he lying, yeah. That's a pretty good read on the situation. Give me a human int. Oh, two out of 33 is success. Nice. This guy's just kind of awkward and fumbly, but you did kind of when you mentioned local Colts thing, there was kind of a split second hesitation of some kind, yeah. Not a lot of people are into that kind of stuff. I wish people were. I mean, it would be a lot easier to date, I think, if I found somebody who was interested in the same type of things as I was. He kind of shrugs at this. He's like, well, I'm always interested in learning new things, I guess. I just, I, I don't know, not a lot of interesting stuff happens here in that. We're all about kind of mass grave this, haunted that. Um, I, By the way, my coworker mentioned I probably shouldn't have mentioned my mom. I, I It's still so recent, I'm not quite sure how to bring up the fact I got brought into questioning today with the police uh they wanted to ask me more questions about it it was super weird what happened is he talking like he's upset about this no it's just kind of he's just kind of running at the mouth i guess is the way of saying it like it's definitely a 
four scoops awkward, one scoop. How high is your psychiatry? Base, 10%. Let's roll it. I'll even give you a plus 20 on it. 80. Fail. You would know that people kind of, what's the right phrase? A lot of people think being associated, having a connection to murders makes you interesting. Like, it's why the true crime fandoms exist in some ways. Like, it's it's people that are into kind of famous serial killers and stuff like that. Like, it's not a bad thing. That's what's from a historical standpoint. But, like, in those circles, there are people that, like, work really hard to kind of attach themselves to that. Like, and this is maybe just a weird thing I've happened to happen in my life some, but, like, I have known people that, like, will say, like, oh, I'm from the town Ted Bundy was from or something like that. Like, it's a thing that makes them interesting. It's, kind of like, it's a personal detail, I guess. Your read on this situation probably comes off as, like, this is him thinking that, like, his mom being a murder victim makes him interesting and different from other guys and, like, therefore more dateable, I guess. Does that make any sense? Yeah, she's going to play into it and, like, uh, just, like, ask him, like, you know, talk to him about it. Uh, and act super interested and just yeah. try to get him talking about, yeah. I mean, his mother. He talks about what the best he can. Like, he's like, yeah, I guess she was, like, strangled or something like that. Like, he goes through kind of the basic stuff that he might know about the case from being questioned and stuff like that. Nothing super deep. I was like, yeah, I, I got super lucky. I actually moved out of the house about a month and a half before it happened. Uh, it was finally time to get my own place. You, you know how it is. Um, I'm strike on your own. Like, a man needs his own castle. Yeah, I understand. Was this one of the, you know, stick murders? Like, kind of looks at you. You did your research well. Uh, yeah, I guess she was one of the stick murders. Um, they asked me to talk about that at the police station. They're trying to keep, like, it's it's on the news, so it's, it's out there. But they're trying to not, like, they say it might draw undue attention to me or something. I, I, I don't get that. Like, it's so some weirdos running around killing people and leaving sticks. Like, it sucks it was my mom, but I, I don't know. You and your mom not have a good relationship? Kind of pauses again for a second. Uh, we, we, we were fine. Um, she was a little controlling. I'm, I, I'm sad she's gone, but, like, I, I don't mean to sound crass or, like, inside. It, it's, I've been questioned about this so many times, it's maybe a little, I, I don't know, matter of fact for me at this point. But, like, she, she was a controlling and a bit of a mean woman. Um, sometimes wasn't a fan of, like, my interests. I didn't, like, she encouraged me to pursue certain stuff, but like looked down on me for working at the copy place here. I I only work at copies and more because it gives me the time to pursue what I actually want to do, which is photography. Yeah. You ever photograph anything interesting? Nah, not really. Some stuff out in the woods once or twice. Some deer. I, I got to work professionally for a couple like local town things. That was fun. I got to take a picture of the mayor once at all the parades. That's all for a little bit of money. But yeah, no, I, mostly it's... Uh, Mostly being at the coffee shop gives me a big discount on like materials I need for that. So it's part of why I put up with it. You, you know how printer paper is. And so, of course, you do. You, you were trying to buy the, the expensive, high quality paper earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear that in the woods around here, there's kind of a, this one special breed. Uh, some people know where it is. They say it's kind of like a local secret. Give me an alertness at this one 25 out of 57 success. You definitely noticed the reaction to that. Not a long pause, but like there's a definite pause, and the pause feels weird. Um, a special tree? I have lots of special trees around here. It's Savannah. We're all about them oaks and them leaning over the road and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Um, what about this special tree? Well, I, I mean, I had heard that it was related to uh, maybe, maybe not old stuff, but uh, it, the story says that a bunch 
of the African Americans were locked in a church and burned it down, and from it, tree sprouted. I wouldn't know anything about that. History was never my strong suit. Um, uh, sorry, I can't help you out with that. I've never heard of that one before. Um, give me a human int. Ninety-six fail. Yeah, he's kind of what's the right phrase? He's he's back to kind of talking a little too fast again, but like it's. He's uncomfortable. You're also talking about a great human tragedy that happened. Like, this would make anyone comfortable kind of thing to bring up during a date. This is the guy that, like, talks about his mom being murdered a little too casually. But even this, like, it's upsetting. Sorry. I kind of get too into my hobbies sometimes. No, I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's... Everyone needs a hobby, and kind of... Hobbies are important. Give me human int again. 73 fail. There's something weird going on. We kind of looks at you and kind of, like, looks at his watch real quickly. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot about something. Um, I forgot I have something. That's why I wanted to kind of meet up earlier. Like, with lunch was better and stuff like that. But uh, I can call you again. We could do this again sometime if you want. Um, I I have to do something tonight, unfortunately. I actually get to go to take some photos or something. Oh, what are you going to take photos of? Uh, just a small party of some kind. Uh, can I come? Sorry, it's a cotillion. I'm not sure if you know what that is. I am not familiar, but Florence. Yeah, cotillions are kind of like society coming out parties for lack of a better phrase like it's depending on your interpretation they're kind of like an introduction of high-end people to society or if you want to be real cynical they're kind of meat markety they're old and traditional in a bad way if that makes any sense uh, does it seem like he's just trying to find an out here give me a human int oh fumble yeah he seems to be sincere through this he's a squirrely dude so everything he does is kind of squirrely but like it's could indeed have something to do tonight. He could have a thing he has to go do. All right, you got well, reason to doubt him kind of thing. If he does indeed do photography on the side for actually his actual profession or what he thinks is his actual profession, he and would have stuff lined up to do that. I'm very confused with this man because I have caught him like clearly hiding stuff, but he also seems pretty sincere. So, uh, yeah, what time of day is it? You guys have been walking around some and talking. I wouldn't, didn't talk the entire time. It's like an hour has passed or so, give or take. Like it's getting close to six. Again, this also kind of lines up with this idea he has to go do something. You're getting close to dinner hours and stuff like that. Like, that would make sense. I could say if it's indeed a dinner party as you understand it, you would be getting closer to that type of time. And well, uh, would you mind walking me to uh, the parking lot? I could definitely do that, milady. Why don't we do one more loop around the um, uh, the lake, and then we'll, we'll head back, yeah? Sure. Yeah, and she's going to, like, pause at one, one moment and uh, say, oh, hold on, my mom texted me. She's just going to pause and kind of turn and check Firestarter or just the group chat we have going and yeah. say, uh, if you're going to do anything, do it now. Maybe looking through his car and then put it away and go back to walk. So what are you trying to do, I guess? Buy time for if Firestarter or John want to do anything like looking through his car, plant something on his car, she's just going to buy time. Is his car located back at work since it was close to his job? Yeah. Okay. You're both in the park, though, so you have to kind of like leave yeah. the park and go back there. Yeah. I guess she'll also pose the question, are we taking? My plan and my thought was when you guys were going to do one more loop and pass me on the bench, I was just going to rush him. Is there anyone else in the park right now? No one immediately, but like, like, there are people like off in the distance or something like that. There's a there's a road people keep driving by and occasionally every once in a while. It's not like an isolated location. There's no one immediately around, though, I will say that. I mean, how far am I from Jim and Lawrence? Depending on location, you can be like probably like 100 feet or like 20 feet. You know how you want to play this, I guess. Is by his stature and everything else like that, 
Florence's uh, text was very vague. So how I would imagine Firestarter would be would kind of translate that and be like, oh, OK, cool. I'm tackling him. So he's going to get up and just kind of walk towards them. And when he's within just kind of sprinting distance, he's going to start sprinting and just tackle him to the ground. I guess is that what we want to do? Or is that just what he's inter- have interpreting the situation as? This is what Firestarter is interpreting the situation as? Sure. Because ideally, it's going to be a tackle and then alligator roll into a bush where no one else can see. Sure. Well, when Florence sees you approaching, she'll just like shake her head no and like motion back to the park. And then I nod yes, turn around, and I will start heading over to the parking lot. I'm going to give him a flat. Or I'm going to put like a nail in his tire, like depressurize his tire. Give me a search because you actually haven't identified which car is his just yet. Give okay, you a plus 20 on it. The guy, but it's a limited options. Like it's, you can probably figure it out relatively easily. Gotcha. Search plus 20. This is an 80%. Like, let's go. 85, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> As a couple kind of mediocre cars in the parking lot, you don't feel confident any one of them is the one you're looking for, though, but kind of, yeah. So kind of as you're looking around, trying to be inconspicuous, eventually Florence and Jim do kind of make their way back. Uh, he leads Florence to what he assumes is her car kind of thing, uh, says goodbye. She's like, I'm so sorry I have to leave, but I, I do have this work. I do have this work thing I have to get to and kind of goes off oh. and. Before he yep. leaves, what kind of car do we have? Never really established it. I think it was like just an SUV of some kind in my head. But yeah, it's just like a nondescript SUV. Oh, I was going to say something in the sense of um, if Firestarter was not able to identify Jim's car, he was just going to give every one of them except ours a flat. You don't have time for that. Damn it. Damn it. I like the idea that you don't have time to covertly just do slashing that. slashing all the tires. Unless you want to be the raving lunatic that's slashing tires in a parking lot. You don't have time to do that. Yeah. I can absolutely do that, though. You could, <laughs> but also remember, there's a weird amount of security cameras. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we are going to burn the building down at some point. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we are parked out of the camera's view. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. When we get back to the car, is Firestarter or John anywhere you're talking? I'm in the park. I didn't, I didn't set up near the car. You could probably follow them, I guess, there. If you wanted yeah. to have safe distance. Yeah, I'm saying I'm keeping a reasonable distance away. I can mug him. I mean... I want to roll an awareness to see if Florence even notices John following them. Let's do kind of a friendly opposed roll. So let's roll an alertness and Voxtar, let's see a stealth out of you for this. Okay. There we go. 42 out of 50 success on my stealth. Florence does notice you, but the good news also is that uh, Jim does not. Good. Yeah. So you're following behind us. So like, as we get to the parking lot, Florence kind of like adjusts her jacket and lifts it up and like shows the, pistol and the back of her waistband and just uh, sort of motions the car. Towards to Jim? I mean, she's planning on just telling him to get into the car. And then okay, go gotcha. On. Okay, so I'm gonna pretty much take the cue and approach a little bit faster. Yeah, and then like when we get to the car, Florence opens the door and then like motions in for her uh, him to give her a hug. He doesn't do that. He kind of like walks you to the car and kind of like well, this is your ride. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll call you sometime. If he doesn't, she'll like, she'll like reach out to like shake his hand. Kind of awkwardly shakes the hand very quickly, though. Yeah, as he like grabs her hand, she she puts a good grip on it, and uh, she makes sure that there isn't like a car passing by right now or some guy walking by. Not at this exact second, no. Yeah, she pulls her gun and just kind of holds it to his stomach and says, "Get in the car." Are you kind of holding on to him right now in any way? Yep. She's she's holding his hand. All right. So 
Do an opposed strength check on this one. Can I use unarmed? Yeah, I'll let you use unarmed for that. Well, oh, fail. I'm not trying to play this one, I guess, because he de- like you definitely don't manage to hold him, but he kind of like doesn't like fully break away, I guess. But so he starts screaming in the parking lot that something's up, I guess. Like he kind of like flubs away, but you're not kind of fully grabbing him anymore either. But yeah, what do you do? Can I run over there with athletics? Yeah. Well, so how far am I since I know I was following from behind? Realistically, while this is happening, have I gotten close enough to interact yet, or am I still kind of far? You'd have to run at this point. Okay. So then, yeah, I'm going to run over there. So he's kind of standing there. Help! Help! I'm being mugged or abducted! Just kind of yelling at the top of his lungs. The moment he starts, like, yelling, Florence is, like, trying to place her hand over his mouth. Can I roll athletics to get over there quick? Yeah. 53 out of 52. Wow! Fail. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 71 out of 60 failure on my end. So we're just getting there slow. It's a big parking lot. Like, it takes some time to get to get. So, Florence, you're kind of struggling with Jim as he's starting to scream and stuff like that. Give me a luck roll. 34 success. No one's noticed you yet. Can she just knee him in the balls to shut him up? Yeah. Give me uh, unarmed combat. And yeah. 32, 62 success. You hit him. He's still screaming, but kind of like it's different screaming now at this point. I, I might argue you're beginning to attract a scene of some kind, but no one's kind of shown up to help him just yet. Can she try to just stuff him in the car with him in his vulnerable state now? Yeah, give me a strength. 50 out of 50 success. Wow! On the dot. On the dot. Yes, you just kind of like, just ever so barely just kind of like put all your weight behind him. He's a small guy. He's not in great shape. He's kind of like just like falls into the backseat of the car or something like that. Like half tackled, half fallen. And he's kind of like, he's in the car now, if you will. Like the door's open. He's still screaming. Give me a luck check. 67%. Someone else in the parking lot has now noticed this all going on. They're making their way towards you slowly. Uh, the door open, put the child lock on, close the door. Actually, she's going to get into the back. I'd imagine that one of the others is going to drive. Sure. Yeah. Have I gotten over there already? I know, like, we did the athletics fail, but, like, while this is going on, have I gotten over there yet? You're about to be there, I guess. Okay. How far am I from the person who's now approaching? You could divert and go for them if you wanted to. Yes. Are they, are they like grabbing their phone or anything else like that? Yeah, or they're what? slowly going for their phone. Cool. I'm going to head over there. All right. So while this is all kind of happening, Lawrence, you noticed that kind of inside the car, he's regained something. He's trying to, he's trying to make a grab for the other door. He's trying to get it open so he can like fall out of the car or something. He's trying to like dive through the, not, not yeah. dive, but kind of like crawl through, I guess is the way of thinking of it. He's climbed in with him. She's just going to grab the back of his collar, put the gun to the back of his head, and, like, cock it and say, shut the fuck up. He just starts yelling his name at this point. Yeah, he's just kind of yelling Jim Williams at the top of his lungs from inside the car. All right, she's going to put him in a chokehold. All right, good arm combat. He's kind of flailing around a bunch and don't quite make the connection with that. All right, am I there yet? Yeah, you're here by now. Okay, so I'm going to jump in the front right now and just drive. Give me a luck check. 30 out of 50 success. You have the keys. All right, so you're kind of like, you're going to jump in the car at this point. You're going to start driving. Yep, and I just kind of take off towards the, well, basically towards the flow of traffic where there is least amount of, like, traffic on the road. At the moment. Give me a drive check. Oh, fuck. 42 out of 20 failure. Uh, you, you don't quite make it. You're kind of a bunch of cars you got to get around. You don't have as quite as straight a shot as you want. Like, you're definitely kind of swerving in and out at this point to do this, and the driving is kind of making the inside of the car a little bit jostly. Okay. 
people are definitely noticing though at this point. Okay. Since I'm in the front, I'm going to activate the childproof locks and the windows so they can't get rolled down and he can't open the door from the back. And you manually toggle the things in the back from that way? Well, you can turn on the childproof locks in the front driver's seat in most cars, and it makes it so that the other ones can't open. I thought you could do that with windows. I know you could do that with, um, I've never seen that with like the child locks for doors. You can do that with child locks. You, you can do it so that other, other seats can't unlock their own door, even including the yeah. passenger. Huh, I've never actually seen that yeah. before. I believe it happens. You could do that next turn because you failed your drive roll, I guess, is the takeaway <laughs> okay. on that. Can I attempt right. to subdue this man again? Yep, not armed combat. 19 success. Yeah, so you do manage to grab him at this point. I'm just going to choke him. Yep, you're choking him at this point. So what are you doing, Firestarter? So as I'm running towards the dude, towards the person, um, I'm just kind of like, holy shit, did you see what was going on? Like, what's happening? And whatnot and i'm what i'm as i'm trying to feign that kind of like oh my gosh i'm just a bystander like watching that uh, much like you i'm going to attempt to um grab their phone and uh break it or like just kind of take their phone away from them all right give me a luck roll luck roll let's go Eight success yeah so you hear the phone ringing it's not made a connection yet so give me an unarmed combat to try and grab the phone 85 percent failure on the unarmed combat yeah, you, you don't quite grab it. The person's kind of managed to get it out of your way kind of thing. They're bobbing and weaving. Some us get back to the car now. All right, so Fox, you're going to lock the, the child lock thing you mentioned? Yep. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. You successfully do that. Let's maintain that hold, Florence. Give me a strength. Uh, can it be unarmed? Because we're already in a grapple, kind of. Yeah, I'll, I'll, let you say, I'll let you go with that. Why not? 60%. Yeah. Too bad you got a critical for his strength check that opposes. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. So he elbows you hard in the ribs, still kind of like gasping for air and gets himself free and kind of like you actually never closed your door. You kind of threw him in and they were kind of following him in at this point. He kind of falls out of the door at this well, point. Well, we're the driving, so the door probably would have closed itself, right? It Maybe closed in motion, yeah. Not, you're not driving that fast yet. Again, you're kind of, you weren't, you're not at speed. You're just kind of got going. Yeah, but like, I mean, realistically, if I pulled out of the parking lot and turned around, the motion of pulling out of a parking lot, at least returning, would have closed the door shut. Not even remotely. That's a safety feature they actually have. Hmm. This has turned into a very big complication. Yeah. Most people would not do this at gunpoint, but this man has. I don't know what to do other than to kill him at this point. Shoot him in the leg? Like, <laughs> I mean, the problem, the problem is, is like, that might not, that might kill him too. And that might not even knock him out. Plus, we're in a rental car right now. Okay, so I locked the cars. Do I still get a roll on, like, driving kind of thing? Or wait, he fell out of the car already, right? He's trying to get out, I guess. I'm going to say, like, the door didn't close all the way. But yeah, I'll give you that the door's, like, partially closed, I guess. Maybe it's, like, it's not locked, I guess. It's closed enough. He has to, like, push it open or something. But he's kind of scrambling through this. He's kind of putting his weight on it. You get a drive roll if you want, yeah. Okay, so I want a drive roll to try to, like, kind of maneuver the car around where it kind of forces the door closed. Sure. All right. Uh, 40 out of 20 failure. Nah, I, it's... You're just not getting it. There's a bunch of commotion in the backseat of your car. Back to Firestarter. Uh, you got to try and grab the phone again? Um, I'm just going to try to kick the person. All right, so give me a luck check first before we do this. Of course. Failure on the luck check. You hear kind of from the earpiece, hello, this is 911. Destroy the phone. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm, try, I'm going to try to uh, grab the phone again. All right. And then 
percent, 97% failure. Are you fucking kidding me? You have a wow. 60% fire starter. Like, Just what? not making contact with this. All right, back to the car. Lawrence, what are you doing? I'm just going to go back to like trying to close the door and choking. All right. So what you doing? You trying to grab him or you trying to choke him? Are you trying to are you just trying to grab and choke him? You trying to get the door closed? I'm curious. Lawrence is smart. Yeah. Most people probably wouldn't react this way if someone had a gun to them, right? The fight or flight instinct is a strong instinct. How close to being out does he look? He's not out. The door's not open, but he in theory could still escape. Especially bad kind of turn from Foxtrot could also add complications to it. You've definitely made a scene though at this point. I guess is the way of thinking. Of it. Like this is only had this is only taken place over the span of like ten fifteen seconds probably, but it's definitely gone from clean grab to messy at an accelerated rate. I mean, look, if we get caught, we can ex- sort of explain this. Sort of, it's a cop cop's words against him, but it's a problem because if they run our conventional response. I I mean, she's just going to try to hold him so that he cannot open the door. All right. Choking him. Yep. See that unarmed combat? 17. Yeah, you make sure you grab back on him. You're kind of subduing him again. See if he can break free. He's fighting, yeah, but he's not doing super well against it. Foxtrot, give me a drive roll. You're still trying to get out of here, right? Yeah, I'm still... Uh, so the road we're on right now, is there any like turns I could take that are less crowded? Once you get out of the parking lot, you'll be on a, on a major street, I guess. Like, it's not it's not ideal for how badly these things have gone, I guess. But at the same time, it's once you're out of the parking lot, you'll have more options. And you can definitely put the, you can get some more speed. You also won't be avoiding parked cars and stuff like that. OK, then, yeah, yeah. I want to get out to this to basically to a main street or yeah. highway, whatever. That's as fast you're as doing, yeah. So give me yeah. a drive check I, again. Like you keep failing these. So that's been kind of why your progress has been so slow. Uh, 92 out of 20 fail again. I t- Drive 20 is horrible. You're having a, again, it's really distracting in the back. Like someone's like kicking your seat. You hear kind of someone choking. Like there's a gun occasionally being waved around. You kind of catch on the corner of your eye in one of the mirrors or something like that. It's, it's hell back there. Like this is when ops go bad in your experience and lots of people start dying or something like that. But yeah, Firestarter, what are you doing? Do I roll a luck roll? No, they've already picked up. Okay. On one hand, my, there's a part of me that wants to just, pull out a gun and uh, just fire into the person. On the other hand, I want to like, just roll into another arm, unarmed combat, but for whatever reason... There's a good chance that if you try to like keep mugging this guy, that when he reports to the police, he might not even mention what happened, that he yeah. thought he was calling the police. You would just have to dip out and shave. And... <laughs> it's, it's not a bad argument, actually. Yeah, there is some tactical yeah, yeah. advantage to that. Like There is... You've accidentally made a surprisingly okay smoke screen. Yeah. People yeah. like the commotion that's going on probably looks like we're trying to drive away from the crazy homeless guy yeah. who's Yeah, Damn, actually that's accurate. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pull out my handgun and I'm going to I'm gonna shoot at the dude's leg and I'm gonna start yelling, Give me your car, give me your keys, give me your car. Are you shooting or are you trying to persuade him, I guess? You only you only one thing a turn. Okay. I will happily give you a plus 20 to a persuasion check because you've pulled a gun on someone. That is yeah. a very convincing argument. So I'm pulling my gun and I am going to start yelling, give me your car yep. or give me your keys, give me your car. So plus 20 to persuade. Yeah, to persuade 89% failure. Uh, this, wow. This person either like doesn't believe you'll shoot them, doesn't 
this is all gone off the rails at this point. They're kind of like, it's just the person's terrified. At the same time, you kind of hear them just kind of under their, like, barely stammer out, police, someone's trying to mug me, and I think there was just a kidnapping. Fucking A. Should have shot him. Florence, we're back at you in the car. Um, You kind of trying to maintain this hold? Uh, yes, yeah, she's just trying to choke him out. Yep. All right, let's see that unarmed combat. 56. All right, you're kind of you're starting to nod off some. See if he gets lucky again. Probably not. Nah, so kind of you, you finally kind of feel him go limp from lack of oxygen. He's been, the adrenaline's finally kicked out kind of thing. He just kind of slowly seems to kind of like nod off at this point. Yeah, you've successfully knocked him out kind of thing. He's no longer fighting you. Box drop. You got give me one more drive check. All right. 95 out of 20 fail. At least it's not a fumble. I think yeah. you crash on a fumble. <laughs> yeah. No, you do. Oh, or you, okay. Or you well... would. I, that's kind of what I was looking for in some ways. <laughs> your driving's not great, but kind of, he's unconscious. Like, it's your last kind of haphazard swerve around a parked car. So I've been a desperate attempt to get here as fast as possible. And you do eventually make it out on the road. It is not inconspicuous, though. Like, it's. You've definitely got some eyes on this. They're not quite sure what they saw. There's a man with a beard and a gun yelling at a person to hand over their phone. They're on the phone <laughs> with the police. This car is driven off the scene. Like, maybe these two are related. Maybe they're not. We may never know. You have a kidnapped victim at this point in tow, or in your, not in tow, in the car at this point with you. Uh, but yeah, you're on the main street at this point. It was not an inconspicuous getaway, though. Florence is going to get into her bag, get a sedative out, shoot this man up. Sit him up and buckle him. Make sure he's not going to wake up. Sure. Sedative. And then she's going to pull out one of the burner phones she bought, call 911 and say, oh my God, I think there's a mugging going on at this in this park. Uh, me and my husband, <laughs> we, we were running away. We didn't stay behind to see, but I think I saw a gun. And then she's going to hang up, take the um, SIM card out of the phone, break it, toss the phone and the SIM card once we're away. Sure. So it's now all about Firestarter. You're the only one kind of in active danger right now. You've got your gun on this person. They've just described the events. You have failed multiple times to grab this phone from this person. You've failed to convey them to give you your car keys. What are you doing at this point? I shoot him. (laughs) All right, you're going going for lethal or you're going for non-lethal at this point? Because my plan is I'm going to shoot him. And I'm going to run. All right. So what's your law at? My law? Yeah. Zero percent. Oh, <laughs> we could have done something really silly with that. But you're not, you're, you, your character does not know this. No, I know. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't like feign like I'm FBI and then do whatever the heck because. Oh, no. Uh, what's your criminality? What's your criminology? Criminology is at 10 percent. Roll that first. OK, I get a critical on this. I'm going to cry. <laughs> 29% awesome. failure. Nah, uh, you didn't quite have an idea on this one. Can I suggest something since you've been running around fiddlestick? What's up? I can't tell his side of the story if I about a kidnap that he's fucking dead. That would be the fiddlestick's way. No, that's why I was thinking about shooting him because it's one of those things of just like dead man can't dead man can't talk. Then steal so, his car and then that's kind of the plan. <laughs> so I'm gonna shoot uh, lethal. So that's firearms. Yeah, I'll give you a plus 20 because you're a pretty close range even. Yeah, you're, you're at point blank, if you will. Sick. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> firearms at 90. 53% success. Oh, that hits. Let's see that firearms damage. Oh, my God. 
Welcome to Cowboy Operations. This is like the exact depth. This whole sequence is basically just a cowboy's operation in a nutshell. Nine. Oh, shit. Yeah. This person goes down. They're not dead on impact, but it's a hell of a shot as that bullet hits them. It doesn't quite hit a vital organ, but like it takes a big chunk of them. Chances of them surviving this are pretty low. Like it's a solid kind of through the chest hit. If they're not dead yet, they may die in a couple minutes of a slow, agonizing bleed out or asphyxiation. But yeah, they hit the ground like a ton of bricks. Cool. I'm going to grab the phone, hang up, and then I'm going to grab their keys. Give me a search. Cool, cool, cool. 21%. Yeah, you find their wallet, their keys, you find anything a criminal might steal off a person like this. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to grab the phone because I'm just going to huck it while I'm on the road. And then I'm going to jump into the car and drive in the opposite direction that Florence and um, Foxtrot went to. And I will loop or ditch the car and loop back around or f- tell them like where my location is for a pickup yeah. later down the road. No, the goal is to kind of break up the theme at this point so they can't track you all down. Smart. Yep, yep. yep. But yeah. otherwise, how how badly is this person choking? Like, are they like suffering in pain, dying or like? Uh, there's some blood coming up out of their mouth. Cool. I'm just going to grab their phone. I'm going to double tap. The, I'm going to double tap the individual so that they're just done. All right. Then I'm going to, I'm going to dip. Cool. Not cool, but yes. All right. So yeah. Give me a drive check. Drive with 56% success, baby. Yeah. You peel the hell out of there. You're, you're gone before. Like, as you're driving away though, you hear sirens kind of rapidly approaching. There's been gunshots. There's a phone call to the cops disrupted by, you know, gunshots that apparently had a kidnapping <laughs> and, a mugging as part of it. Florence and Foxhead are long gone at this point, but a uh, fire starter kind of in your rear window, you see kind of cop cars just kind of like leap up the kind of sidewalk to get into this plaza and just, uh, you see an ambulance kind of rolling down the street as rapidly as it can. Sirens blaring. I, it's, this is horrific what's happened here. Yeah, no, but you, you do manage to get away kind of at this point. Uh, you're, you're, you're driving your ass off at this point though too. I'm assuming you're driving it like you stole it. By that, I mean under the speed limit to not attract any attention from law authority whatsoever. Yep. I've also tucked my beard into my shirt. Sure. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you get away from this. You kind of get some distance. Like how long do you drive before you torch this thing? I want to say two hours. I'm going to find like a underpass or like somewhere kind of like remote or whatever yeah, remote's you. probably your better bet this is savannah it's yeah. kind of flat so you get like you get out in the ruralness for lack of a better phrase yeah if i can find like a ditch or whatever have you yeah before this i'd chuck the phone so it kind of like would give a specific idea as to like what highway sure the the person was uh going down yeah and then i diverge and take a different highway sure but I'm going to find a ditch so I can burn the car, and then yeah. I will... I bet you find, like, a drainage thing off a field or something like that. Like, it's, it's definitely a ditch you could use for this. And then check my staff phone and text my coordinates. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I'm going to hike another, like, hour or two away, so that way I can text my coordinates. So, and as a fireman, you know the correct way to burn a car is from the inside out. None of this dumping gas all over the outside of it. You want that polyester interior to do as much of the work for you as possible. So, and like all the gas, you probably you probably stop to pick up some gas at some point. Just kind of dump all of it into the body of this car. Um, lighter, matches, lighter. How do you light this thing up? 
yeah, I'm just gonna do uh, Flare. Flare would be the best. Uh, you're lucky the owner of this car had some flares in the trunk, kind of thing. You set one of those up. It's it gets there, and by the time people come to investigate the car, it's just kind of the remnants of the metal frame that are made of car are still there. Some of the kind of fiberglass on the outside remains, but the inside is just cooked. Got to the gas tank, got to everything you want, all the electronics melted out kind of thing. Uh, it's a masterfully arsoned car. Nothing accidental about it. Like, no one's going to be confused this car wasn't torched, but makes a certain amount of sense in context. But you feel pretty confident that any clues to your kind of identity you may have left in the car long gone in the flames. It's a pretty good heat you got going in there. And, yeah, you're just kind of headed back towards Savannah at this point. Yeah, I'm going to take a little bit of a hike. I'm not going to, like, double back on the main road or anything else like that. I'm going to take a little bit of a hike over so that way I can kind of get on the side road, start making my way back. Yeah, you're trying to, like, find a gas station or something that you can have the rest of the team pick you up at or something? Yep. All right, cool. Yeah, it takes some time. By the time you kind of get this all sorted, it's well tonight at this point. We'll say it's probably close to, I don't know, 10 p.m. Once they've kind of driven around enough, they feel comfortable to come get you and they track you down and stuff like that, given how far out you got. But, yeah, eventually the team's reunited. 